Hi guys, welcome back to Cuisine Crossover, episode five. This is the last episode of the semester. I am Nora. And I am Lauren. And on today's show, we're gonna be showing you our faces via video, as you can see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, we have three special guests and they will be answering some questions about their take on the Cuisine Crossover. Mm -hmm. What yeah. Cuisine Crossover is all about. And are we going to answer them, too? I think we are. Right? Yeah, we're going to answer them, too, of course. We're the faces, so, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So we'll see y'all. Let's get into the video. <laughs> um, when I think of authentic cuisine, I kind of think back to, like, Thanksgiving because, like, um, my dad's, like, Nigerian, so, and my mom's, like, she was born in Chicago, so we have, like, a kind of blend of foods. Just like different cultures and different cuisine specific to the region or area that they maybe bring to like other countries or just like share. Any type of food being made by um, a group of people whose like culture that is, um, I guess like um, whether that be like um, African Americans making soul food or um, African people making African cuisine, it's just um, Whichever food feels like home to you. So like the more traditional like Nigerian food, we have like um, like fried plantain, like jollof rice. We have like just like a lot of different things. But then we also have like a blend of like just mac and cheese and stuff like that. But like authentic food, I think it just it's just like food that like you put a lot of love into, and it kind of connects back to like your culture and your like roots. I really wanted to try flying mango. That was the like smoke, smokehouse. Okay, yeah. Because um, I looked at the menu and it looked really good, and I feel like I could eat something there. And I like just like good <laughs> slab of meat, <laughs> <kidding>. smoked meat. <laughs> Taco La Familia, just because I have started um, eating more um, cultural dishes, and that seemed like a one I wouldn't mind like trying out. Um, Tacos, I'll eat tacos occasionally, so I feel like when I get like in the mood for that, I think I wouldn't mind driving over and trying it out. You, you never tried it? You wanted to try it, but mm -hmm. you tried it before, didn't you? Mm -hmm. You didn't try it? Mm -hmm. Didn't you ask me about it? It was closed. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Mm -hmm. I definitely try like Gersha because I've never had like traditional Ethiopian food. I think that could be, could be really good and interesting, so yeah. What makes you want to try something um, honestly, I don't venture out too often, so it would have to be like the people I'm with, they want to eat something different and I'll just like kind of go along with it. Um, but typically I say if it smells good, it probably tastes good. So yeah. I wouldn't say I've tried a lot of food in Des Moines and the most I like try when I like go out to eat, I guess, is like Mexican food or just like fast food. But I've been really wanting to try panko, which is like right near Drake, and it's Peruvian chicken, and I think that'd be really good. So that interests me. I know there's like a lot of different restaurants near campus that are like, that celebrate different like cultures. Like there's like habaneros that's like down the street that's like traditional like Mexican food. And there's like Gersha that's down the street that's like Ethiopian food. So like, I do feel like there's like a blend of different cultures and foods. I think we have like a 
like kind of a large population of international students on campus and so they would probably enjoy like eating cuisine from home because I know my one friend on the track team he's Tunisian and he looked up like Tunisian food in Des Moines and the closest one was New York so he kind of got sad <laughs> but <laughs> then we went to get like French cuisine because there's a bakery called La Mie like a few miles from campus and so they have like a lot of French cuisine in Tunisia so he like felt at home there. In France I think I had the best steak I've ever eaten. Um, it's just because their meat there is just like way less processed and it's just way more like just fresh in general so um, yeah it was just like I just feel like they take a little bit more like time and care with a lot of like the meats that they produce and everything like that and it really just kind of like um, it shows when you're like actually like eating the food. So I feel like it'd be good to expand in Des Moines and just like make stuff walkable and close to campus and for like just the student population in general to try. I do feel like you have to seek it out a little bit um, but if you're willing to do that, then I definitely recommend it. It just spreads representation around. I feel like a lot of times you go into certain communities and you're only, if you only are seeing like one type of food and everything like that, I feel like that area is probably very like limited in terms of like what they've experienced a lot of time. But I feel like when you start like bringing different cultures into like um, certain environments and stuff like that, it allows people to kind of like get like a peek into other cultures and it starts um, just like moving like those conversations and allowing people to just gain more cultural understanding in general. If you want to celebrate like these new cultures and these new foods then you need to actually immerse yourself in that culture um, and you need to make sure like you're not overstepping by not considering other people because more often than not you're just dipping your toes into a culture that's not your own so um, yeah just getting to know different people, getting to know, I don't like different people, getting to know people that are not, um, that don't share your identity, and then that's how you can like start to celebrate like authentic cuisine. The Midwest is definitely diversifying. Um, it's a lot of people like that are coming here and stuff like that. Um, cities are always constantly expanding and stuff like that. So I feel like with the increase of people, I feel like they're gonna bring um, their culture, that means more restaurants, more um, opportunity for people to get out and try new dishes, um, so yeah. What I got out of your podcast is just like an ability to try new things. Um, like I said, I'm a pretty picky eater, so I think it's, it's kind of cool that you guys have, you know, put these different restaurants on and then, um, just really like expands your palate like that. So yeah, I think that's cool. I've always liked Mexican food, but then I started eating it more when I found out I was celiac, gluten-free. And so like I could eat a lot of like corn-based stuff. So I started substituting like corn tortillas for like a lot of like different things that I can't eat. And then I found out like fried cheese meat in a tortilla is just amazing. And then dipped in the little soup. So just really good. My favorite food from our podcast would be Taco La Familia, just because I eat there every day. Not every day. Um, <laughs> I eat there like once a week, uh, twice, maybe if it's really, really good that week. But um, yeah, I already liked it before and I just still like it to this day. So I feel like that's the best meal. Right now, Gersha has my heart. <laughs> I love Gersha right now. I might get it later tonight or this week. I don't know. But yeah, the Ethiopian food is really, really good. What inspired my interest in national, international cuisine? Um, I think just being from Africa um, and being adopted and not being able to eat my own authentic food from Africa uh, made me want to try different peoples and my own, I could say. So like 
Being pushed away from trying my own food made me desire to want to try other people's international cuisines. So. I already grew up trying international foods. I mean, it's not necessarily international to me because uh, my parents grew up in, Nigerian, in Nigeria. They are Nigerian, and I grew up eating um, okra soup, agusi soup, jollof rice, the whole nine yards, and that's my go-to over like Chick-fil-A or whatever else is out there. Um, no offense, Chick-fil-A. But um, yeah, uh, the desire was always been there just because I've always had it and I like what international foods bring to the table. It's something that's more like natural and just overall better for you, better for the soul. Me, I'm personally gonna look on Google, TikTok, anywhere because I like to t try food. I like to try different restaurants. I like going to fancy restaurants and trying their food, so I'm gonna always find a good restaurant with five-star reviews. That's just what I do. The is my favorite dish right now. I can't leave Home Touch Kitchen in the dust, or home, or uh, Flying Mango, or Tacos La Familia. <laughs> but I, yeah, I can't, ha I have a favorite food in the moment, I can't just, but overall, jollof rice will always be my favorite, but that's something that's not fast food. My mom makes that the best. I feel like trying new foods with your friends is like a way to bond too, so you can bond over food, and you get to meet new people. A lot of the um, owners we met were really cool, and they had interesting stories, and food just, food just makes people happy. I, I'm sad right now, because I'm hungry. So, yeah, eat good. <laughs> Eat food. <laughs> Eat more chicken. I've tried Sierra Leone um, jollof rice from Sierra Leone. I've tried Cameroonian jollof rice. Um, yeah, I'm pretty open. I just feel like I don't want to start a war. Don't but start no war, bro. Keep it I just like my mom's jollof rice the best. That's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Lesser known international cuisines. I would say. Mm, I don't know, I would say like Indian food. I feel like Indian food and like um, real, real authentic Chinese cuisine because we like like the hibachi Americanized version of um, Chinese cuisine, but there's like real authentic cuisines that um, we have yet to taste, so. Yeah, I think it will keep evolving. People will slowly and gradually and surely be introduced to it. Um, you might like it, you might not. It's really personal preference, but I know that it's gonna become very much integrated in these, in these few years to come. I feel like it's gonna expand more. Um, even through like COVID, we saw a lot of people going out and trying like African food through like them just seeing it on TikTok. Um, so I think just because of social media, a lot of people are more in tune into trying new foods and discovering new places that they can go to instead of like traveling the world to try uh, international cuisine. You can have it in your back, back door or backyard. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, just be out, just, just try new foods. It leads to different experiences and a better taste palette, you know? You don't wanna just be that person that goes to Hawaii and just getting chicken nuggets and french fries. Josh, I'm adding you because why are you just getting chicken chicken tender and french fries everywhere you go? Like, expand it. You're, you're not a fifth grader anymore. You should expand your palette, you know? So, yeah. This has been 
cuisine crossover and this is unfortunately the last episode however that will not stop me and Nora's cuisine adventures we will always be lovers of international food food that we don't know much about and we are always happy to learn more about those cultures we want to thank um, we want to thank all of the restaurants that participated within our series um, a lot of these people opened their doors to us and had us tasting their food with no charge. So thank you guys for being a part of our senior capstone. And thank everyone for joining in and listening to our podcast. Uh, we learned a lot filming this. Um, but yeah, we had fun. Tasted a lot of good foods. And we'll see you guys next time. I'm Lauren. And I'm Nora. And this is Cuisine Crossover. Cuisine crust over.